Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Shocked and Appalled. I'm Dan Gill. I'm Andrea Buell. Thanks for listening. Thanks for rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Thanks for following us on the gram. We know we've been a bit absent as of late. Uh, we'll get into that later on. But we really <laughs> appreciate you guys um, continuing to support us and continuing to listen to our content. And we promise that we'll be more diligent with keeping the content coming. Yeah, especially because I'm tired of getting yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, Dan, but people keep like being like, get your shit together and no, get the plot going. Everyone's like, wait, like, where is the new episodes of Shock from the Paul? Like, I'm all caught up already. Like, the fact that we've given people enough time to catch up means we're slipping, so... <laughs> Yeah, but we're going to get it together. Yeah, we promise, we promise, we promise. So I'm going to let I'm gonna let Drea start us off on the shock treatment for this episode, since oh. she's the reason for it to begin oh, with. Oh, yes, okay. So, um, oh my God, how long ago was this at this point, Dan? Like a month ago? <laughs> yeah, like a little over a month. <laughs> so basically, like, um, I randomly found this, like, beer festival thing in new york city and i reached out to like dan and our friend Jeanette, and i was like who wants to come to this with me because hello it was like i don't even remember it was like 20 bucks to come drink like beer literally like open bar pretty much yeah so of course dan was down and i was like yes we got to go like (laughs) taste test all this beer it is all like local vendors and stuff so i think it was called fruit and grain Mm -hmm. festival or something like that um and when we got there it's kind of funny because first like Dan and I were like what is going on here like it was a little bit quiet at first like there weren't a lot of people mm-hmm. um we started making our rounds and then we came across the Brooklyn Brewery table yes and that brings us to the shock tribute for today our favorite beer from Brooklyn Brewery the Bel Air Sour Yes, and this shit is so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like. I know sour beers are like a unique taste or like a unique to the palate, but I just love me a sour beer. Uh, I do too. I think you and I just kept trying those. Yeah, we tried a lot of sour beers, but nothing. Well, actually, there was one. I don't remember what it was, but there was one that came close. To topping Bel Air Sour, but it, but we still gotta give this one the Brooklyn Brewery Bel Air Sour. And let's also talk about the fact that we kept going back to get this, this sample. Yes, a shout out to our girl Rachel over there at Brooklyn Brewery. We don't know who's over there cutting the checks, but they need to give her some extra funds. That's yes, all. Yes, she was the best. Literally um, the best. Literally, like first of all, we walked up to her at first, and like we. When we realized that she had Bel Air Sour, like, to try, we were like, yo, we love this beer. And the fact that she got so hyped that, like, we already knew what we were drinking was hilarious. Literally, like, an instant connection. And then, like, we just became friends with her. And, like, literally, between, like, every five beers that we would try, we just kept going back to her table. (laughs) It would be like we just came back. And she'd be like, yes, come come drink some beer. It'll be topping (laughs) off. Here you go. Rachel was lit. She was lit. Yes, um, and she gave us a complimentary um, beer to go. Yes, so you'll see that on Instagram because we're going to post it and then we're going to tag Rachel with it so that y'all know she's lit. 
Yes, she's awesome. And everybody go to Brooklyn Brewery because that shit is bomb. Even though Definitely. this isn't really sponsored, but like we fucks with them. We fucks real hard with them because <laughs> I'm telling you now, like I have I've been to a few breweries, but Brooklyn Brewery, that's where it's at. It is. And we have to make another trip out there, Dan. Yeah, like sometime real soon. <laughs> because I I trekked to Brooklyn for very few things, and that's one of them. Yeah, that's like one of the only reasons I've trekked to Brooklyn. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm always down to go there. All right, and, we're going to do that. And actually, we'll report back. Yeah, we'll definitely report back. You'll definitely see pics, so don't worry. Yes, for sure. But Drea, what had you shocked and appalled? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, obviously we've been gone for a while, so I had to choose like one thing um, because otherwise I could talk your guys' like ears off about all the shit that's happened to me in the last like two months we've been gone. But basically, one of the highlights <laughs> is probably the dumbest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Um. Anybody who follows me right now, if you follow me on Instagram at Drea CB, shameless plug. Um, <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I've become obsessed with this workout. Um, it's called Rumble. And if you're not in the area of like New York City or anywhere else, they have a studio. Just a quick rundown. It is a boxing inspired workout. Um, half the time you're boxing and the other half you're doing strength training. Well, I... I go like multiple times a week. I am in there. And recently when I went, um, it was just like one of my routine like workouts. Um, nothing really crazy, like new. I know what to expect and I know what's happening. Um, but I guess for some reason I was like really like not all there this day. And I guess like part of it was like a mix of being tired. Part of it was just like, you know, not just like mentally not really being there. And when I was working out, I, as I was lifting the weight, I got, I guess I like lost sense of like where the weight was. And as I was coming down from like the pull up, I basically hit myself on the head with a weight and got a concussion. It's okay. I'm sure you're not the first person that this happened to though. Yeah, but this was so stupid. <laughs> you were going too hard. I hit myself hard. And then um, afterwards, I, like, kept going with the class because this was, like, halfway through. And all of a sudden, like, the class ends. I get out of the studio, and I'm going towards the train to go home. And all of a sudden, I'm outside, and I couldn't feel half of my face. And I started freaking the fuck out because I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm losing, like, feeling in my body now. Right, you like, so, am I having a stroke or something? I honestly, like, there was a moment where I thought to myself, and I was like, this is how I die. Like, <laughs> de death by rumble. Like, so stupid. <laughs> and um, so I walked into, like, the closest train station to me was, like, the Oculus at, like, the World Trade Center. I go in there, and I look for the cops, and I was like, hi, like, I am not well. I can't feel my face. Like, I need help. And they were that'd be so crazy. Like, they were like, this bitch is Right, they were like, is she on drugs? Like, I don't know what's going Honestly. on. Honestly. And then I was like, 
you don't understand. Like I just hit myself in the head with a weight at a workout class. I thought I was okay to go home. I am not. Help me. So then they started being like, oh, do you need an ambulance? And I was like, well, that's just extra. <laughs> so they told me to go to this urgent care across the street. I go over there and they're closed. I'm banging, I'm banging on the door and like ringing the doorbell. Finally, a guy comes and he's like, there's no doctor here. And I was like, started crying. I was like, can't feel my face and I hit my head and I don't know what's happening. Oh, dang. And then he was just like, kind of stood there like shook, like not knowing what to say or do. (laughs) (laughs) And told me that the nearest hospital was a 10 minute walk away. Not for nothing. If I'm coming to you talking about how I just hit my head and I'm types all types of fucked up, what makes you think I can walk to the hospital? Right. So basically, long story short, I flagged down a cab. The cab took me to the hospital. I checked it. Um, I ran some tests and all that. And it turns out I got a minor concussion and I was like out of work for like the week and couldn't work out for a couple of weeks. And how so are you doing story. now? Um, I'm okay now. I am fully recovered. I'm back at it, back in classes five times a week, killing it. Back on the rumble train. Yeah, and it was really funny, too, because, like, I guess, like, for insurance purposes, they asked me, like, where the accident happened, and I told them, and then I was like, oh, but, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to sue or anything. Like, I love them, and it's not their fault. I'm an idiot. Like, please don't, like, put this on record. Like, I assume all liability for what I did to myself. Literally, I was like, it is not their fault. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that was really stupid. Um, And And you're rolling your way to completing your challenge? I am. Um, So I signed up to do, okay, initially I signed up to do, like, a 12-class challenge, but I finished that early, and then the one trainer that um, I had taken right before I finished was like, you can go for the 20. And I was like, well, now I have to because you told me. And I was like, I ain't no punk bitch. Like, I don't say no to a challenge. <laughs> I look at challenges straight in the face. Right. So I was like, I guess I'm going to go finish these 20 classes now. And I'm always tired. I literally wake up, go to work, work out, go to bed. And it's been rough, but it'll be worth it. Definitely. Um, oh, and then one more thing I wanted to add before we move on is that I had one of my favorite comedians reply to me on Instagram in a DM, and I was shook. Wait, who, what, what comedian was this? Um, it was Carly Aquilino of um, Girl, Girl Code, Code fame. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, and she was um, – I went to like her live podcast with this other comedian I follow. Her name's Emma Wellman. And so they have this podcast called Secret Keepers Club. And I went to the live um, podcast um, this weekend. And afterwards, I like put a picture up on my story and tagged them in it. And she like reposted it and then replied to it like in my messages and was like, love you, girl. And I was dead. Listen, I literally screamed when I got if, the DM. If I went to somewhere and tagged somebody and they reply back, I would be feeling the same type of way. I was so excited because I honestly, I've been obsessed with this girl since she was on Girl Code. Like, I love her. I think she's so funny. Her podcast is so good. And the fact that she acknowledged me and then said, love you, girl. <laughs> dead. I literally replied to her and said, I'm shook. I love you. 
<laughs> Hashtag no shame. <laughs> I had zero shame. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, this is the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. So that's what had me shocked and appalled in our time away. <laughs> Good for you, though. That's a lot that happened, though, to be honest. Yeah. So, Jan, tell us about what you've been up to in our hiatus. What had you shocked and appalled? Okay, so I also have two things. The first was I didn't know how lit Indian weddings were until I was <laughs> like, like don't get me wrong, like it's a lot. Like they they having a party from like the morning to the next day, multiple days in a row. And I guess because I was part of the wedding party, I had to like actually be present for most of it and show face. But like just the colorful aesthetic of the whole thing and how supportive like everyone is and like everyone at in the wedding or that like showed up to the wedding like they were all there to have a good time like especially when it came time to like the reception part of things everyone was up and dancing like you know how sometimes you go to a wedding like there's mad people still sitting down not yeah. up dancing on the dance floor like the dance floor was so packed, they had to move away from the dance floor and, like, onto, like, the carpet part because there were so many people trying to dance. That's amazing. I've never seen anything like that. Me neither. That's why I was, I was like, I was like, oh, this is really lit. And, like, <laughs> it, it's literally days full of dancing. Like the, That's awesome. The most culture shock part. Were you was, in the um, groom... Yes, did you guys have to do like a special lie. dance or something um we didn't have to do like a special dance but it was like one of the one of those situations where i guess so what had happened was um the groom was coming in on a horse what yes <laughs> The day of the actual wedding, he came in on a horse. And so it's like the groom's family, like, travels in this, like, parade type thing to go meet the bride's family. Okay. And so, like, the parade is we were following, like, this DJ on the back of a truck. He was blasting music. And we were, like, dancing our way to the bride's family. So it wasn't like we had to like do a, like a special dance where like it was just the group of men doing a dance but it was like a group of people dancing their way to the bride that's so crazy and it all took place at a hotel which was really convenient like they locked out a bunch of rooms and had us all like there and everything took place there so it wasn't like they could travel anywhere else oh, which was nice that's... so yes Indian weddings are lit Congratulations to Swati and Brajesh Patel. I'm happy for you guys. Yes, congrats. I wait. I do know him. I was about to be like, I don't know you, but <laughs> I was about to say you definitely met Brajesh multiple times. I know. I'm I'm bugging. I'm sorry. And I was thrown for a loop when I got there because it was like literally a day before. He was like, Oh, you know, you're giving a speech, right? I was like, Wait, wait, hold on. What? Wait, you weren't prepared for the speech? No, I wasn't prepared for a speech. I didn't think I was doing a speech. Dang. And How did you tell it? I mean, everybody was like, oh my God, your speech was so good. 
because I had gotten up there and I was like I was just speaking like I didn't have a paper with me or anything like I was like I had I had mental notes but I didn't have like a piece of paper on my phone to look at and I was just speaking talking about how like I met how I met the bride how long I've known Bridge and just wishing them good luck and all that good stuff but everyone seemed to love the speech so I guess I did pretty good well, everybody loves you, Dan, so you can always just, like, commend a room, I guess. Is that the <laughs> words? I don't even know. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying right now. Yeah, because people, you have a very commanding presence, so I guess that's the right word. Okay, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. But, yeah, so that was that. And my second thing is, okay, so in the midst of holiday seasons and whatnot, now that it's over, school has started back up. It's my last semester until almost freedom because I still have to study for the bar after I graduate but it's the last semester of actual going to school every day and having to deal with that so once May comes it's one thing lifted off my chest this is crazy right four years too long but it's, it's funny because, like, for you, it's it feels long, but, like, because I'm not actually taking the classes, I'm like, this happened so fast. <laughs> like, part of me is, like, I know this happened fast. Like, this definitely went by, these four years of being in law school went by faster than the four years of being in college, for sure. Yeah. Even though it's, like, essentially the same amount of time. But I feel like I have so much going on now than I did then that time just flies quicker. Totally. Once you're like a certain age, it's like every year is so fast and like everything blends together and it's crazy. Seriously, because there were years that I was like, damn, this time is just dragging. (laughs) And now I'm like, where has the time gone? Literally, I was like saying, I was talking to my mom the other day and I was like, I feel like I'm going to wake up tomorrow and suddenly be five. Like, what the fuck? It's crazy. Yeah, I like, like just the concept of time. You're just like, hmm, real confused about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting philosophical now. We yeah, we we not about to get real philosophical though. We don't got time for that. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> all right, now that we're all caught up, I think we should get to the event of the pod. Which is our uh, like our favorite segment. Yes. Because yes. you know these um, dates are crazy. This one's a this one is totally a doozy, and I am so excited for it. So let's just get into it. All right, go ahead. Okay. So basically, I was talking to this girl on Tinder. That's strike one. I'm just gonna say that right, right now. <laughs> Seemed chill, down to earth. So I was like, okay, let's go grab food Friday night. So Friday night comes around, and come 9 p.m., things start getting weird. Suddenly, she starts some random excuses, like she has to go to her friends, um, she's stuck at work still, and the best one was that the place had a two-hour wait. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. We can do another time. Then she was like, no, no, I want to see you, but I don't want to wait. Okay. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'll call the place and see if the wait is still two hours. So I call the place. There is no wait. So she lied. Oh, she, yeah, see, I would have to cancel her right then and there. <laughs> like, you're not I about to play me for a fool. Right. I'm like, okay, before we even get into the other half of this, I think we have to, like, 
take we have to analyze this first part. For sure. First of all, homegirl is just throwing lie after lie. Like she went from I have to go see my friends to I'm still at work and then oh there's a two hour wait. Like she seemed like she got seventeen different personalities already. That and also it's like if I was on the other person's like end of this, like the I would be like, Oh, you clearly don't want to go out with me, so goodbye. Once she said that she has to go to her friend's house, I'm like, okay, then this would not we not meeting up today, point blank period. Also, nine PM, what time are you having dinner? <laughs> At that point it's a late night snack, so I'm confused. <laughs> are you going for half apps? Like, <laughs> Gotta be. I'm confused. They, they must be going to Buffalo Wild Wings on Thursday. Oh yes, I mean, just add it, add it to the mix of all the people that have had bad dates at Buffalo Wild Wings. Come on. Great. All right, so um, from there we'll say, um, okay, so she lied, and then I was like, this place said there's no wait. Why did you lie? <laughs> Called her right out. <laughs> and I said, if you don't want to hang out, that's fine. I get meeting a stranger is nerve wracking. Hell, even I'm nervous. So whatever. Finally, she's like, okay, fine. I'll come um, wait for you. And I, so I go. And this girl looks drugged. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she looks like she is exhausted. Listen, I mean, don't really come for her like that. Because sometimes if I don't get enough sleep, I'm looking crazy too. So I'm going to just put a stop to that right now. But she, she already been running around the world. Right. All day. (laughs) And you're having dinner at 9 p.m. What do you want her to look like? Like, it seems like she just rolled out of bed and didn't want to get out. <laughs> like, I'm going to bed. I'm not going to dinner at 9 p.m. Um, but no, this is a Friday night, to... though. Wait, sorry? It's a Friday night, though. 9 p.m. on a Friday night. For dinner, though? A bitch is hungry. I am hungry I... at 6 p.m. But... Think back to the times that we, like, went out on the weekends. Like, we would eat dinner mad late. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Not, like, 9 p.m., but, like... This is just too much for me already. I can't... I'm stuck on this 9 (laughs) p.m. I'm stuck on her looking drugged. (laughs) Oh, but apparently it gets worse. He then goes on to say, Just got out of rehab and looks nothing like her pics. Oh, God. Um, I sat there and questioned if I met up with the right person. So I finally put all the pieces together, and it was her, but not what I expected. And then she was telling me how she was admitted into a government-funded institution once to get her head checked. Oh, no. As soon as she told me that, I'm out. I'm dropping my cash (laughs) on the table, and I'm leaving. I'm not staying there. (laughs) said because she was losing her marbles. (laughs) Listen, I don't That really expression, know. I can't. She lost more than her marbles, is what I'm saying. <laughs> she lost a lot. And I, I don't know what they was doing in that government-funded institution, but they was probably running some tests on her and made her worse than when she came in. That's all I'm saying. Wait, and then he goes, I was like, okay, I need to go now. Basically, I rushed my food and then left. Like, what in the Arkham Asylum Stranger Things just want to happen? I want to know 
how this even came up in conversation. Like, oh, is she casually just bring that up? I'm starting to think, what if this girl was acting? Like, trying to get a reaction out of him? Or, like, just be... I think, like, honestly... And I hate to say this and, like, burst this person's bubble or ego, but... <laughs> first of all, she was trying hella hard to get out of this date with you. But he was... But he kept telling me that we don't have to go out, like... And she, she, she was like, no, 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 I want to... I mean, I don't know. But then it's like, she's trying to get out of this date. Then she shows up. Then she tells you the craziest fucking thing she could think of about her. It kind of seems like she wouldn't want a second date. It sounds like she escaped from an asylum. (laughs) And needed an excuse to go and go somewhere. And she was like, oh, my God. Okay. I guess her other plans didn't work out. So she was like, all right, I still got a plan in the bank. Let me meet with this guy so, so the feds don't catch me. <laughs> so the feds don't catch <laughs> me. Is that how this works? Because from what this is sounding like, it sounds like she escaped and they coming after her and she needed somewhere to go. <laughs> so basically, you just assisted her in her crime. But he didn't know. It doesn't matter. He's the, he becomes an accomplice. No, he can he 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 he. There's some he can plead a couple things. <laughs> I mean she I mean she's pleading insanity. <laughs> but Clearly. He's pleading, he's pleading. I don't know nothing. <laughs> I just I don't know this girl. He goes for the Kiki problem. I feel sorry for this girl. I don't know this girl. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that's my favorite thing. Also, <laughs> I'm just like the idea of this whole like. The way this whole thing went down is just so fucking funny to me. Like, all of it, like, none of it makes sense. I think, like, from the second he was like, I met this girl on Tinder, I was like, all right, it's a wrap. Like, I didn't have to read anything else. Because you just (laughs) never know what you're getting when when you're swiping on somebody's face and you really can't get a sense for who they actually are. And especially because catfishing is so prevalent nowadays, like, you don't know a person. I mean, so many of our days from hell have had, like, catfishing as a theme. Seriously. It's like, I want to be like, what are y'all doing out here? Because i got to be honest. I feel like I've gone on pretty, uh, like, a pretty good amount of, like, online dates, and I've never had this happen. I've, yeah, I've never experienced someone like this. Like, this can't, it's not like I don't even know. I don't know, but it's, like, funny because, um, honestly, the worst thing that I've seen is, like, somebody, like, obviously lied about their height or something. But, like, Mm. I just, like, where are you finding these crazy-ass people? And where are you getting no inclination of the fact that they're crazy? I just wish I'd seen, like, a picture of her from her profile and then a picture of her in person. (laughs) Because... (laughs) If homegirl came out looking like who did it and ran, <laughs> I don't know how he even still sat at that table. Dude, I, I'm just not off the fact that he was like, oh, she looked drugged. Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel for her on that because, listen, like I said before, sometimes I really just look like I'm going through it because I am. <laughs> <laughs> 
But listen, but maybe she was drugged, but because she was on medication. Oh, 100% for like one of her five personalities. Yes, because what in the split is going on? <laughs> like. I just can't. I can't. Get, I can't get over the fact that she would like admitted to being like put into this institution because she was going crazy on the first date. Yeah, that's something that you keep tucked in all the way. Literally, and like that you don't that you don't even let be known unless <laughs> it's about to get somewhere serious and you feel like you can't keep it in anymore. Yeah, like this is like conversation for like you're three months in or something. I don't know. But like, dude, you just met this person, you're going off. That's why I think this is fake. I feel like this isn't real. I feel like Ashton Kutcher was somewhere. <laughs> because I, I feel like she just really didn't want to be on that date. And then when she was, I don't think she was interested. So she started making shit up. Because let me tell you, I've been there before. <laughs> yeah, but she is looking the part, not just playing the part. Um, then she deserves an Oscar. Definitely. Like, I need to see her name on the award show at some point. <laughs> best actress nominee. <laughs> best actress, best supporting actress, because she playing all types of different roles. <laughs> Yo, online dating really is so weird. And it's be, and that's because some people just should not have access to social media ads and online dating ads at all. I'm just like, do people still really use this? Because I feel like everybody on there is just clowning now. Like, does anyone take online dating seriously anymore? I feel like some people do. Like, I I know people that have met their life partners online dating. I mean, I do too, but I feel like I don't know anyone who's, like, recent, like, maybe, like, two years ago. But now I feel like people sure. are just, like, on here trolling at this point. I feel like online dating goes through, like, these phases of where people are just on here just for shits and giggles. And the people are like, all right, now I need to get serious. Let me actually try and find someone. And then they're back to going on there for shits and giggles. And it's just very inconsistent. I don't know. I feel like I've never, like, met someone online and, like, ever had it be like a real thing oh no absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) because i but that's just like how i view online dating though like i don't i don't view it seriously i mean i don't know i'd like to think like oh i don't know i just feel like most people that i've dated i've met organically somehow True. And I'm just like, I, I know that people like do meet online and then they end up like together and like whatever. But like, I'm actually not how that happened. So I'm, I always get really confused about like, how? How did two normal people find each other <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and make it like work on this crazy ass app? Like, the likelihood of that actually happening and actually working out is like slim to none. It is, and it's just like, 
I don't know. But, like, I got to say, I'm pretty also lucky that I haven't really encountered too many crazies out there. Yeah, I mean, we've never, no one has, I've known has ever experienced something like this before. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But this, the point is, y'all need to start really doing background checks on these people. (laughs) Seriously, if you need someone to do a background check, just hit my line. Literally, Dan is like the FBI of online dating profiles. I remember sometimes I'd be sending him just the picture and the first name, and he found this person. I'm like, how the fuck did you I do that? I want to know their credit score and everything. Just, let, just hit my line. <laughs> Which you need to know, because if you try to wipe someone up and their credit score is shit, you got to go. Definitely got to go, because you can't be hindering my financial stability. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. This is too much. Um, I'm sorry to this man. (laughs) Real sorry to this man. I'm sorry to this girl. I don't know this girl, but this girl needs help. That's all I'm saying. She really does. I feel for her because some of this stuff was like high-key relatable. You know, she was tired. She was going through some shit. And she was just straight up crazy. But, you know, she was straight up running from the feds. Um, <laughs> Probably. So I, I she hope she's want to get locked up again. I hope no, she's I, okay. Yeah, no, Sam. I really hope she's getting the help that she needs because mental health is serious, okay? Yeah, and I hope this man found someone normal somewhere I hope else. This man took, I hope this man took a hiatus from online dating. <laughs> <laughs> and try to meet someone the old-fashioned way is what I hope. <laughs> um, uh, I don't think so. Well, I mean, then if he want to run into another Harley Quinn, that's on him. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to be here to hear about your date, though. <laughs> <laughs> Send it in. <laughs> Send us a follow-up. Thank you. Great. Um, seriously, though, people, send us your dates from hell. Yeah, no, for real, for real. We need, we need you to. We want to hear these stories because I know if there was a crazy one like this, there has to be tons of other crazy ones. Yes, I know that we all be going through it, trying to be out there dating right now. <laughs> for real, it'd be a struggle. <laughs> but all yeah, right. let's go on to our next segment, which is another one of my favorites because I absolutely love the show. It's time for Florabama Shore recap, <laughs> which is yeah, hilarious so. because since we've been gone for so long, we literally have to recap the entire season at this point. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to start, so I guess like we just go down to the highlights. Okay, let's let's, let's recap. All right, so I think since we've been gone, um, Courtney has left had left the house. Yes. Um, to Jeremiah, yeah, to get her tonsils removed. Uh, and then the next big thing that happened was Jeremiah and Gus got into a big fight. Oh my god, the battle fucking royale of <laughs> Jeremiah and Gus was the funniest shit I've ever seen. And it was just so unnecessary. Like, I don't know if you guys, if you guys watch the show, 
then you know what we're talking about. But if you don't, there was some, you know how these shows that record like every, like every, like once a year, there's some underlying tension that goes on throughout the rest of the year that you don't really get to see. Yeah. But you get the aftermath of it once the show starts back up. And this was one of those situations. So Gus had these like underlying, this underlying animosity towards Jeremiah and on a much larger scale, Jeremiah's family, because he was living with Jeremiah at one point. And some things went down where Jeremiah's brother took Gus's car without asking, totaled it, and wasn't going to reimburse Gus for the damage. So when this random guy came in and was talking about how most Florida guys ain't shit, Gus took offense, got mad, him and the random guy got into a fight, and then Jeremiah, being the peacemaker that he is, went to go figure calm down the other guy, and Gus was like, you ain't shit, Jeremiah. We're supposed to be family, and you acting like this. And then mm-hmm. all hell broke loose. And then they stopped being friends for, like, four episodes. Yes. I, okay. But now, yeah, go ahead. Give your two-piece. Give your two-piece. <laughs> My what? <laughs> give your two pieces. <laughs> Is that what? Isn't that two cents? What is two pieces? <laughs> Speak your piece. <laughs> okay, I'll give my two pieces, whatever the fuck that means, Dan. <laughs> Basically, all right, I got beef with this whole situation for a number of reasons. Number one is this guy that Gus got into a fight with was someone that Nilsa brought home. Because mm-hmm. Homegirl was just trying to get hers. Nilsa been trying to get dick all season, okay? Yes, and then Gus was feeling some type of way. You know that whole thing started because he was jealous. It was super jealous. So, like, yeah. So, Gus is, like, jealous because nilsa been trying to get dick all season. He don't want to wife her up. She brings this guy home. Then he starts trying to act tough. Okay? Mm-hmm. So he has two girls that he brought home. That's the part that had me fucked up. Homeboy can bring whoever he wants home. She brings somebody, and he is going apeshit. So that's number one. Number two is... Jeremiah really didn't have no business to go talk to this dude. He didn't. Like... I get it. He was, like, mad at Gus for, like, stirring the pot. But at the same time, it's like, dude, like, what are you doing? You but know your friend's defense, though. Like, the way that the Like, the way that these shows are edited, he really could have went outside to go chase after the girls, too. Because you know, Nilsa had ran out. Which is what I initially thought. But then he kept saying, well, I was going outside to tell the guy, like... You don't come up into someone's house and do that. And I was like, mm, you should have been like, I'm going to go get the girls because you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, but Gus didn't even know why Jeremiah was going outside when he was going outside. As soon as Jeremiah was going outside, Gus was like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Well, because Gus, <laughs> I also want to know, 
Why Gus thought that he could fight Jeremiah? I don't know why Gus thinks he's bigger than he is. It was, honestly, I kind of wish they could fight because that would be hilarious. They honestly, if they were able to fight each other, they would have become, they would have been friends way quicker than what happened. Yeah, because then that prolonged for so many episodes to come. It honestly, like, at first it was funny and then it just got annoying and petty. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I think that I think they're still not really friends at all. Well, I don't know because like they made up now in the show, like the most recent episodes. And yeah, they, they made up in the show. But like when when this was happening, like when I was going through the comments, there was still some animosity there. But not right. only that. Like, these guys don't get to watch the show until we get to watch the show. Yeah. So, and Gus was pulling some shiesty moves with that one girl Jeremiah had brought, Kristen. Oh, yes. So I know when Jeremiah saw that, he was like, wow, okay. Ugh. Yes, but I'm also like, what if it's like they were going off whatever on social media and then just to, like, kind of build up because – to keep you watching to see if they do make up. Because sometimes they be doing that shit, too. That's true. But that boy Cole that Gus had got into the fight with was commenting, too. Yeah, but he just won his, like, 15 minutes of fame from being on the fucking show. <laughs> true. Valid. But, I mean, I, I know about, like, if I was Jeremiah and we had went through that whole situation, we had made up, and then I go back and watch the tapes... And I see that you were trying to move in on a girl that I had brought over. And you were supposed to be my friend, even though we were in a fight at the time. That was still, like, I still wouldn't be able to, be, I wouldn't be able to be friends with you after that. True. I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll find out and see, like, I'm actually looking on his Instagram right now to see if they posted anything, like, after they made up. And it looks like no. So because maybe they're a- actually not. There was a recap situation um, on one of the episodes, and Gus and Jeremiah were up there together, and they had discussed what happened that night, and then immediately, like, parted ways. Like, they weren't cool anymore. Yeah. Which is interesting. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. We'll see. We will I, find I'm out. looking right now. I'm like stalking both of them, and I don't see like any content that would like indicate that they are actually friends now. Which is but kind speaking of, of like relationships and how I didn't know that Kirk and Kodai were that close. Yeah, when he started talking about how he's been to his house. Yeah. That was also that threw me for a loop. <laughs> Not only that, but they were on the. Um, they were also on. That tattoo thing with Snooky. Oh, how far is tattoo far? Yeah. Yes, how far is tattoo far? Yo, they that shit cracks me up too. Oh my god, there was I'm not there was this one episode where these like this one I feel like it seemed like he was like on steroids. He was like this juice head or something like that, and his friend had got given him a tattoo about like him being on steroids, and they got into a fist fight on the show. Yo, some people really be doing their friends so fucking dirty on that show. They really do. I got to send you the episode when we finish up. Yeah, I got to watch it because I love that show. Um, So, well, so um, 
Courtney's officially back in the house, but she is. they also got a new roommate, Maddie, who is now in a situation with, with Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Did, did you saw the most recent episode, right? Yeah, I did. Why is Jeremiah so awkward? It like it killed me when Nilsa was like, Jeremiah, you can't break up with a girl you never kissed before. <laughs> Oh, my God, that was so cringe. Oh, God, it was so funny, though. Like, yeah, he legit never even kissed this girl. And then when, like, Maddie was, like, talking about her to, like, to Nilsa, and Nilsa was like, I was closer to kissing her than Jeremiah. (laughs) (laughs) Nilsa really shot the fuck out. (laughs) Oh, and when they went in, oh, I cannot with Amy and her man. Oh my god, I'm so excited for him to come on next week. I cannot wait, because Amy has been talking about this man since episode one. (laughs) He, I feel, is going to be so gross. (laughs) I feel like he's going to have me in tears. I feel like like the whole situation with them finally being able to be together is going to have me in tears. Oh my god. But okay, we have to actually, as we wrap this up, we have to talk about the most epic part of this past week's episode, which was Nilsa getting arrested. Oh my goodness. All because she wanted to show her chi-chis <laughs> in order to find a man. <laughs> and the fact that she didn't know that she couldn't do that is what well, blows my in mind. The house, she's like literally always just like flashing. She's literally constantly flashing the camera. Always. No matter what. Like she, even when they were in the, um, I think it was the second season where her and Candace had flashed Kodai's parents when they were driving yeah. the car. Nilsa just always wants to be free and they not letting her be great. They not. But like, she just really be doing the most. Like, girl, come on. You don't need to be in the street flashing your titties for no reason. But the reason she really got arrested because she broke the taxi window. Yeah, because she, like, wouldn't show up and was going, shut up, and then she was going off, and then she was like, let me go, when they were letting her go. <laughs> the, the cops literally told her, all right, you go sit in the taxi and talk to the producers, and she was bugging out. <laughs> she lost her damn mind and then broke she the did. damn window, like. And the best part, no one, no one else in the club was like, where's Nilsa? They was all just drinking and having fun. Yes, that's what killed me. I was like, damn, nobody notices that she's gone. Not even Gus, who was trying to get at her the whole time. What what made me mad about that episode was Nilsa was like, Gus, like, I can't do this with you. But then she got mad when he wouldn't flirt with her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I think she got mad because he took, like, her being like, stop flirting with me as, like, I can't talk to her. True. He did. He. I mean, but if you like watch their interactions, all their interactions are are flirting. Because they're both a mess. <laughs> but like Nilsa's flirting in a friendly way, and Gus is flirting because he wants to get her in bed. Exactly. Which is That's why which is why they're both yeah. Like, that's why she was like, why are you catching feelings like that? That I don't want to flirt with you or whatever. I don't know. It was it was a mess. And the fact that, like, 
I was mad because this whole season has been about how Gus doesn't know how to treat women. <laughs> oh my god, do not even get me started because these past couple seasons, like he's been trying to come off like, oh, I'm not a fuck boy, I'm this, I'm that, like I'm a good guy. And now all of a sudden I have issues. Like what? Mind you, he came to the house with a girlfriend. He came to the house with a girlfriend and cheated on her. Four days. And she cheated on her the same day he came in. He's a fucking mess. Um, so I don't know how he got another girlfriend now. I don't know how that's gonna work out, but it's gonna last till next season. (laughs) Well, him and like Kodai's dad. And Kodai's dad was like, "You gotta get your shit together, man." Like, like, you know, when someone female attention (laughs) and the thing is, he doesn't show any shame about it either. Like, he's like, I know I'm like this. I don't care that I'm like this. This is just how I am. It's then he he blames it on his parents. Oh, yeah. He's like, my parents weren't faithful. So why should I be faithful? Like, what? You are too old. Too old. Do you remember how at the end of last season, he was like, I don't know if I'm going to come back. Yeah. I low-key, I'm like, please don't. <laughs> but actually. I find him so annoying. But no lie, I really didn't mind Courtney not being on the show. Oh my god, yes. I'm kind of mad that she's back. But actually, like, I would, I really would have preferred if Maddie stayed in place of Courtney and Courtney was just, like, no longer on the show because she really doesn't provide anything to the show. She just be screaming for no reason. Literally just be acting crazy. She's just acting like this girl on our dates from hell today. <laughs> Maybe this person went on a date with Courtney. And I would not doubt that whatsoever. But yes, <laughs> another point we need to make is how Logan got out of jail and DM Courtney. <laughs> and then she started bugging out and her mom was like, Courtney, you don't need to yell. You just got your tonsils taken out. <laughs> She's like, I'm trying to have fun and I can't because I'm Logan. Like, oh my goodness. Like, y'all not even in the same city right now, bruh. <laughs> like, you don't know where you at if you don't calm yourself down. Just <laughs> fucking crazy. But yeah, so next, our next Jersey Shore recap will entail. You mean Florida Short? <laughs> oh, yes, Florida Mamma Short recap will talk about what happened when. Um, Amy and her man finally reunite. Oh my God! Whether or not Nilsa will, will get out of jail in time for the reunion. Yes. The situationship between Maddie and Jeremiah. Wait, I hold on. Actually, actually, I need to discuss one more thing. What? Gus and Maddie were friends, but Gus had the yes. nerve to give Jeremiah the advice that he should talk to Maddie and Kristen at the same time. <laughs> like, what kind of friend? Because Gus is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you realize this yet. <laughs> Maddie was like, um, no, that's not how this is happening. <laughs> I can't. She's like, I ain't nobody's second choice. Right. But yeah, so that's also- what... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so that's what I had to say. 
Well, my last note is I looked it up how old Maddie was, and she's fucking grown. Like, she's 29. Yeah, because she seemed way older than they were. I was like, how is she on this show? And now she's talking to Jeremiah, who's like 24. (laughs) Girl, what you doing? (laughs) Right. She she hopping from reality show to reality show, too. (laughs) I need her to get it together. But I do like her on this show. I'm not going to lie. I do. I do, too. Like, she she definitely is the more mature one in the house. Because she's an actual grown woman. <laughs> but she still be acting like she don't know what she's doing. So. Well, when we first got introduced to her and she was crying because no, they didn't have Tito's. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle when there's no Tito's around. Yo, I honestly identified with her because when there's I don't have Tito's, I really just be going through it. <laughs> <laughs> like, because Tito's is the only vodka there is. Because, like, that's all I drink, except for I've been doing dry January, and so I haven't had Tito's in, like, over a month at this point. Good for you, though. You made it. Listen, January's over at the end of this week. I know. But I'm also, like, part of me is, like, I kind of don't want to um, ruin it once I, like, can drink again. Because I'm like, you know what? This ain't bad. Yeah, if you want to start drinking that, you got to do it in moderation because you've been going for so long that alcohol is going to be able to, like, you're going to get drunk real quick. I'm going to have, like, a glass of wine and be on the floor. Right. You got to, like, ease yourself back into it. Oh, man. This is going to be a disaster. But, yeah, so that thank you for listening to our rant on Florida Bama Shore, even those that don't really watch the show. <laughs> and if you hate it, I'm sorry. You guys can just fast forward through this part <laughs> when we yes. talk about it. <laughs> but our next part of the shocking truth is um, some news we found out today. Uh, Kobe Bryant had died. Him and his daughter and six, was it like six other people or seven other people? I think we're total nine. So seven other people had died in a plane crash in Calabasas. Yeah, this is so sad. Yeah, it's, it's it's sad, and we just want to say R.I.P. to all those who were di- who, who died in the plane crash or the helicopter crash, and we're sending our condolences and prayers to the family and families. Yeah, so that's really sad. Um, it's all I've been seeing for all my friends, and honestly, when I first saw it, I was like, "No." When I first got, I thought it was fake news. Then I was like, "Hold on, this is TMZ." So. Probably isn't fake news. So, really sad. And again, thoughts and prayers to the family. Just remember, life is short. Live it up while you can. That shit really can hit at any time. Seriously, you just just never know. It's really crazy. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, not much else to say about that because it's really fucking sad. And we need to end this on a positive note. Yeah, so that's bring, that brings us to our Let's Have a Paul game segment that we like to finish off with. Yes. Um, Dan, do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Okay, so would you rather 
Okay, so would you rather be on the Florida Bama Shortcast or the Jersey Shortcast? Um, Jersey Shore as in like now or like their prime? The, their prime. I think I'd still rather be on Jersey Shore. I would, I don't know. I I, think like, I feel like I would much rather be on Florida Bama Shore. I feel like as somebody, well, we both did grow up on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> But I feel like I personally identify with a lot of those things. And, you know, at that time, like, shit was really so different. Like, the stuff that they were wearing was crazy. The club scene was crazy. Like, I don't know. I would have liked to, like, been a part of that. I feel like I can personally identify with them being from the Jersey Shore but I relate more to the Florida Bama Shortcast. Just because one, they got two black people in the house. Like <laughs> I I know we will vibe. Especially Candace, like she bringing Henny to every function, definitely a vibe. Right. <laughs> and like I, I also know. think it's like a generational thing though, because it's like the people on Florida Bama Shore are our age. True. So that's probably why, like, we're a lot closer to them in terms of, like, um, how we are, I guess. It's probably why you would, like, vibe with them better. Not only that, but I feel like the internal drama is much less if the Florida Boom shortcast versus the Jersey shortcast. Oh, 100%. They were always fighting with each other. Exactly. I feel like there were way more fights internally with the Jersey shortcast. And there were way more fights with the Florida Bama shortcast against other people. <laughs> True. But, I mean, I also guess it's, like, the Florida Bama shortcast, uh, like, they focus more on being, like, we're family. Where, like, at the time, like, Jersey Shore wasn't really like that. They are now. But that's mm-hmm. because, like, they've known each other for so long and, like, basically grew up with each other. That's true. But, yeah, it's definitely a different dynamic. I mean, either way, you're gonna, you're not, it's going to be lit, so... <laughs> okay, so what cast could I keep up with more? Honestly, probably Jersey Shore, because I can't drink Henny. <laughs> you drank Henny before, though. Did I had one sip of that thing you made, and I was, like, drunk. <laughs> Literally, like I drank honey one time in my life, and after one drink, I was like done. <laughs> Listen, honey will do. Honey has a tendency to do that to people, so. Well, um, I can't. <laughs> Wait, no, they be drinking hella Tito's too. Well, okay, fine. Maybe I would just do it for the Tito's. <laughs> Now, I feel like either way, if it's for Bama Shore or Jersey Shore, they always drink to the point where they black out, so. Well, that's kind of what makes the show. True. Because it's the summer, everything, everyone getting hammered at the shore. Yeah. Although, I think I would always be fighting with, like, Gus. (laughs) Tell him how he's a piece of shit. A hundred percent. And I would have been like, 
when he was going off on um, Nilsa about bringing that guy over and like how she didn't have his back, I would have gone off. Oh, I can see that happening, and I would be in tears watching that. <laughs> I would have been like, you had no business getting mad at this dude. Like, you should have just let homegirl get her dick and move on. <laughs> so I would have gone off right there. But that's just me. Um, okay. Now my would you rather question is not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, would you rather marry the hottest person alive or the smartest person alive? Mm. Oh, that's a good one. I feel like I would have... Mm. Maybe I would go with the smartest person alive. That's what... I think I would do the same. Just because, listen, if they smart, then they bringing in the coins. True. And that means I could be a stay-at-home dad and work on <laughs> what I want to work on. <laughs> I don't really know if that's a part of the deal. But. I mean, if she's the smartest person, she will she will see what I'm, where I'm coming from. Like, I'm, I'm going to let you live your best life, and you're going to let me just live my best life. <laughs> I also am too insecure to date the like smartest, the hottest person. I not only that, I feel like dating like the hottest person would just be like okay, cool, like I got some nice arm candy. <laughs> yeah, that everybody's constantly trying to get at. Exactly. So yeah, I couldn't do it. Like I feel like dating the hottest person doesn't mean that you're dating the most faithful person. So like if they're hot, they can be like, all right, I know I can get what I want. Right. Yeah, you're right. I am with that. And the we marry brains. Very yes, brains. Get <laughs> like you got this Harvard degree. Like our kids gonna be something. Well, just because that person's smart doesn't mean your kids will be. <laughs> Ain't intelligence a genetic trait? Is it? I feel like it is. Oh, I don't know. You asked the wrong person. <laughs> We're going to need to have a biologist on the show and see <laughs> if it's just true. <laughs> Actually, I'm going, to, I'm going to do my research so that next time we record, I will have the facts for you. All right. You're going to bring the facts. I'm going to bring the facts, but I really feel like intelligence is a trait that can be passed through genetics. Well, if, if any, that's the case, then you're going to have smart kids. Right. But if any of our viewers specialize in some sort of science and know the factuals for this, feel free to let me know that I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the factuals. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm definitely going with brains over beauty. Wow. So sentimental. <laughs> Well, you said the same, so we're both very sentimental. I guess. Although, I wonder what the hottest person alive really looks like. Right. Well, I mean, for guys this past year, wasn't it John Legend? Oh, like People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive? Yeah. First 
of all, that list is always bullshit. <laughs> they fucking had that one guy. What was his name? Ugh. What is it? Was it Blake Blake Shelton that was like on the list one time? I can't. They just running through the voices coaches. I can't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he got it. Wait, I'm gonna look this up. Yeah. What the fuck is he is in 2017? He he got sexiest man alive. Bitch, where? By people. That's what I'm saying. That shit is that shit's a sham. <laughs> but I, wait, but Beyonce did win it recently too. She did. I'm pretty sure she did. Uh, I don't know, but wait, no, Kim, I know Kim Kardashian had won it at one point too. Which That's is, such I mean, a boring choice, I feel. Actually, like there's so many other people that that top Kim Kardashian. <laughs> because like none of it's like real. It's just whoever's popular at the time. I'm gonna see who got it. Yeah, you were right. It was, I think it was John Legend, the most recent. Which, like, I think is fake news also. Very fake news. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to John Legend. <laughs> Not to say he's, like, unattractive, but I just, like, no. That can't be real. But, yeah, so for FMK, I got, some, I got a good one. I got a good one. Okay, let's hear your FMK. So, in honor of the Grammys, I think the Grammys are happening tonight, right? I think they're happening, like, right now. Yeah, so in honor of the Grammys, I have some albums for FMK. Oh, God. All right, Dan. (laughs) One of them being one of the albums that has been, one artist that has had multiple nominations for the Grammys tonight. Lizzo. Lizzo's album, Cause I Love You. Okay. Selena Gomez's album, Rare. And the Jonas Brothers album, Happiness Begins. Okay, Dan, you already know my answer to this. (laughs) First of all, I'm killing Rare. Of course. She done. She done. Honestly, I haven't even listened to it because I don't really care for Selena Gomez's music. Um, no, that, she has the one song that I really like on the album. It's the song with Black. Really good. Yeah, I'm killing it because I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm right with you there. I'm right with you there. Um, okay, then... Uh, this is actually harder than I thought because I feel like I'm supposed to say that I would marry the Jonas Brothers. Happiness begins. But because I love you is just so fucking good that I feel like I actually have to marry that. And then I'll fuck um, Happiness Begins. I mean, it's not nominated for all these Grammys for no reason. It's what? I said it's not nominated for all these Grammys for no reason. I mean, 100%. So, 
I love the Jonas Brothers. I loved Happiness Begins. But I'm going to have to marry Lizzo and then just fuck them and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> but can I make one comment about the Jonas Brothers? Their new song, What's a Man Gotta Do, I'm not the biggest fan of. You're not? I'm not. I actually like it. I feel like it's... I don't, I don't know how to put it. It's just too cheesy. It is really cheesy, and I gotta be honest, at first I was like, I don't know about this, but it did, like, grow on me the more I listened to it. Um, I'm not entirely sure, like, what sound they were going for there, but... <laughs> Literally zero clue. So that was, like... I felt like it was an interesting choice because it almost kind of reminded me of, like, their old stuff versus, like, their new music. Mm-hmm. Good point. Um, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, maybe I'll need to give it a couple more listens to see how I feel about it. But for first listen, I was not feeling it. Did you watch the video? I didn't watch the video. It was equally cheesy <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> and I gotta say the only one that could dance is Priyanka now I have to watch the video you have to watch it cause you're gonna be like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> alright yeah I gotta watch the video now yes okay um so my fuck Mary kill is actually I should have thought to do a Grammys related one also <laughs> Mine is not with the times, but it's kind of relevant to, like, our everyday. And that is Fuck, Mary Kill, Social Media Edition. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Okay. Um, I feel like I have to kill Twitter because I just, I'm not on Twitter, Twitter as often as I'm on Instagram or Snapchat. Um... I would probably fuck Snapchat and marry Instagram. Just because I'm on Instagram way more often. I feel like Instagram has more to offer than Snapchat does. So it makes the most sense. Hmm. I... I agree with you on marrying Instagram because I am addicted to Instagram, but I would actually flip it and I would kill Snapchat and fuck Twitter. See, that's because you use Twitter more than you use Snapchat. Yes, but also sometimes like people on Twitter be so wild, it'd be cracking me up. See, I, I don't go on Twitter that like that often to like and actually read what people say on Twitter. Yeah, I guess I get it. If you're like not using one of them, then you're gonna kill that's, off the that's one. That's gonna be one you kill. Exactly. That's why I didn't throw in Facebook though, because I feel like no one really uses Facebook. Uh, I feel like I feel like if you would have threw in Facebook, I would have probably fucked Facebook and killed Snapchat. Hmm. Just because. I've- Snapchat, Instagram are they have very very similar features, so yeah, it wouldn't be necessary. Much the same. <laughs> yeah, the only thing is Snapchat is like it's more for like 
messaging versus like displaying photos for people to see? The only time I use Snapchat is if a fuckboy messaged me on there and like I'm like, leave me alone, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> or if you don't want to give somebody a number, like, oh, just hit me up on Snapchat. Right. But like, yeah, I don't know. I rarely use Snapchat. Like, and sometimes if I do, it's like with you guys. Like, you and Jeanette send something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really it. And, like, I have a group with my cousins, and that's it. Yeah, I don't know. I ha- Like, we have, like, a family group chat on Snapchat. And we all just send pictures throughout the day on there. Yeah. So I, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm a more frequent Snapchat user than I am a Twitter user. So that's why I had to go with that. I wonder what our follow, like our listeners will do. Yes, let us know. We're gonna we're gonna put a poll up on Instagram. Yeah, to see let us what know. you guys would consider to be the most popular out of the three. I, I have a feeling that. Oh, it's definitely gonna be Instagram. Instagram is gonna be the most popular, but I'm curious to see what the runner-up is: Snapchat versus Twitter. Yeah, I think we need to, like, I don't know if we can do, like, one of those polls where you do, like, a top three choice. We can't, we gotta see if we can do one of those. I think we can. Alright, yeah. So, we're gonna put out a vote and let you guys decide, or just to see how you guys think. Yeah. Let us know who you would kill, because we're divided. Yes, I mean, we're, we're united on that. We're both married Instagram. But the other two are a toss-up. So we're looking forward to hear what you guys have to say. Yes. All right. I think that's all we got today. Yeah, that, that's all. So, I mean, we'll keep you updated. I mean, I'm definitely going to figure out if intelligence can be passed down through genetics. So <laughs> stay on the lookout for that. And I, we're going to try to keep our shit together this time. Yes, we're definitely going to try and keep our shit together. So... All those that have been hounding us, we're glad that you have been hounding us, and we promise we won't we won't slip as much as we did. So we back. We back. Twenty twenty, we back. Twenty twenty, new year, new us. <laughs> Better content. New shocked and appalled. Right. You heard it here first. <laughs> Yeah, so thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Shocked and Appalled. Appalled.